Public intellectuals welcome transportation alternatives. Dulcie Canton, whose organization just voted to unionize. So congratulations, Dulcie. I should put clapping in here. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yes, the vote was unanimous. That's key. Unanimous. We are now a part of United Auto Workers uh, 2110. United Auto Workers. It's funny because people are kind of like, whoa, but you guys are auto workers. But I guess it's also due to transportation, correct? Yes. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, we don't, it's not the same process in the working classes. <laughs> we all got to work together because, you know, whatever. Um, exactly. Yeah, but I didn't know that, like, like, um, okay, so, you, you know, what's, like, how did the process go? I mean, I know we talked before, was this something that transportation alternative has always been talking about? Is this, will they come to you? Like, how'd the process go? Well, for me, you know, when I, when I started working there a few years ago, you know, I noticed it was an okay place to work, but it seemed to be a lot of high turnover. Um, there were just a lot of issues. And I came, I, I briefly worked in a construction union years ago. Mm-hmm. And it just, it, it occurred to me that this place, we need a, a union for the workers. That's the only way to make this, you know, this work more sustainable, you know, have a, people need living wages and benefits, you know? Well, I mean, I've, I've noticed that so many times. It's like, you're advocating for a, a better life. Um, and, right. And the, th- the thing is that you, you're got, you guys fight is like more or less like transportation, which yes. is, it's very important, especially in a place like, it's actually important everywhere, but I'm like, you know, especially in New York, getting to and from places. And we don't really have in our system, our society, we don't really have a, a organization that works for pedestrian people and our transportation needs. Um, right. But I've also noticed like in places and things like, you know, they have um, nonprofit organizations that work for housing, for food. Mm-hmm for all these things. And so many people, they can't afford housing. They can't afford food. Um, exactly. So, I mean, you know, we've both been in the nonprofit world. What uh-huh. do you think, like, why do you think this kind of idea took so long to take off? Uh, well, I think it's a demographic issue. Um, I know I started as an ambassador, I think, uh, 2015. And when I came on, it was myself, uh, a lot of colleagues I'm with now, we were like the the blackest, (laughs) brownest ambassadors on the set, you know, whereas before it was typically, you know, cisgendered white males, you know, out of state, you know, they're doing this, I guess this job to get move, move up. They, I see, TA, it, it looks like it's a place where people, urban planning, it's like a, a starter job and they jump off and they go into something else. And I've noticed, you know, people that have left, the white people, <laughs> that have left, they end up walking into really sweet you know, six-figure jobs, you know, whereas, you know, I, I come in here, I just started, you know, I'm like, I'm like, why am I doing all this work and I'm not getting any money? I can't seem to get this. It's just some kind of schism. But I think as that changed, the need for a union became more apparent. You know what I mean? It's hard to negotiate if you're black, brown, you know, person of color, trans, you know, unions help marginalize people. I, you know what? I didn't even think about that. Like this Uh idea that for a lot of nonprofits, 
it's viewed they're not viewed as actual quote unquote jobs to support a family they're viewed mm-hmm. as something you do to on get the on way. your on your way somewhere else so you know you're you're there to make friends you're there to network you don't mm-hmm. necessarily need money because you have your parents helping you so right it's not you know it's it, this is not like in your mindset and that's so bizarre because that's true like when black people you know get jobs um mm-hmm. you know m- most of us are, are are working class we're like oh i'm gonna get this job and i'm gonna stay here because i'm use this job to live exactly <laughs> and so you have this <laughs> this really kind of bizarre dynamic whereas i have another question you know we had the amazon thing happen that's a corporation yep. and that mm-hmm. did not go um, that did not go well. The thing is that you guys have 14 and they have like thousands of people. It's harder to do it when the bigger you are. That's what it's saying. That's what it is. I feel having a union now at our stage now because a TA is going to grow. I see it yeah. growing. So yeah. it's best to start it now, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, it's growing. It's growing and it's starting that way. But it's like, you know, when I look at, you know, how it, how it came about and how it, it, I mean, do you think that you could have tips <laughs> for, for, for the people who are organizing with Amazon? I mean, I mean, seriously, because even like with unions, it still seems that it's very kind of, um, it's very, it's very white. It's very male. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and in regards to, you know, the TA had this, this very lucky thing in regards to you. Cause you were just like, because you know, your father was in a union. Yeah. Um, you have that union background in regards to construction. Um, and yes. you have like that, you know how to like organize. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and I also too, I think also too, you know, I think we're both of our fathers are both in the, the silent generation more so. Yeah. 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 yeah my so, dad's 81. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so you, you at the black people at that point had to organize it wasn't yes. just i'm walking to the union they had to fight to get into the union because of the racism even within the union yes um, exactly mm-hmm. so do so so i think in a way that experience i'm like oh why don't you go over to amazon <laughs> and teach them like this is you know like you know give that story like i think that's an important mm-hmm. story and how our place is organized to become unionized. I also think of the um, welfare union that you used to have, the National Welfare Union with Johnny Tillman, and she mm. actually organized a union for welfare workers. Um, wow, and yeah. Ma- mainly black and brown um, women. Um, yeah. And I feel like, wow, these are people that we should be looking at um, even uh, in corporate America, especially in the South, because we've been so unsuccessful um, right. at, at organizing. Um, the, the North have been unsuccessful as going down to the South and trying to organize it. Um, but maybe that's the whole problem. You can't organize people to organize themselves. <laughs> yeah. So, well, you know what? You, we may see more that have, well, that's the thing with, you know, gentrification and people being priced out of the city. You know, we're going to places, I guess, North Carolina, you know, and that new insurgence of people hopefully will bring that, you know, because when you're in a place in the South, you're just so beat down. You don't have even the strength or the money to fight back. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 
Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's um, and I yeah, I even heard like you know you couldn't at certain places because if you have if you're on a certain thing like if you're on like welfare to work or if you were getting out of prison and you have a certain kind of job you can't unionize. No. Um, mm-hmm. So so it's all these weird like little quirks that we have to also kind of like fight over and also too to to in, to dismantle that part of it. Like even if you're on TANF, you should still be able to union organize. Even if you're a prisoner, you should still be able to union organize. You should still, yeah, exactly. You're you know, a human this, being. You're a human being, <laughs> and you deserve to have pay. Um, yes. So I mean, do you think that for nonprofits, this is like one of the most important ways for them to fight? I'm not. I'm kind of feeding you the question. One of the most important ways for them to fight anti-blackness. Oh yes, it's one of the ways. It's one of the ways. Yes, but this, this is key. You know, everybody's. Yeah. If you're talking, if, if a nonprofit is saying diversity, equity, and inclusion, and, you know, they're union busting, they might as well drop the DEI. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, well, well it's, very, it's very, very true because how do you say I'm, you know, I'm anti-racism, I'm for Black liberation, I'm for, um, you know, I, I'm a, you know, internationalist, socialist, DSA, when mm-hmm. you're okay with paying your black and brown employees, the lowest amount, like I heard nonprofit, I looked it up and we actually get paid lower um, than like, that's we're like, that's one of our, we're, we're paid lower in comparison to the top in like in nonprofit. That's like, you know, one of our lowest paying jobs that we have is in the Mm -hmm. nonprofit, but I still want to bring up like corporate America because we still, you know, that, that often gets, um, you know, in a way, sometimes when those of us who are black and we work in nonprofits, a lot of us have have more have had more of a formal education. So you oh, hear yeah. you hear that you hear the nonprofit story more than you do the corporate story. I yes. think because the people who are at the bottom in corporate America are even more economically oppressed, even exactly. though maybe technically they make a bit more money, but right. in regards to, you know, but you know what black people, it's not even about the money. <laughs> we never no. have any money, but we have no. other resources that we can use. Um, so I think I want to be careful, like, oh, you know, we're just working about this. This, this is about the system of labor and yeah. them being able to pay you and, and all these things. And I mean, what what are some, some next steps or some things that you have in mind for maybe like TA or other organizations, you know, with this process of, of, of unionizing and hoping this is be kind of like, this could be something that could sweep across. Yeah, well, that, that's what's going to happen. I, I heard that, um, you know, this is this is the talk now since TA has done it. There's yeah. plenty other nonprofit uh, orgs that are in um, bike advocacy. And ho- we're hoping that it'll go to those organizations too you know you got organizing chicago la baltimore atlanta i mean i hope that's what will happen i think unions as a whole they have to tackle white collar we have to tackle white collar like my dad said in the 60s the thing with the labor movement is that you know due to we didn't have the tech like you have now yeah. so the labor movement why it moved here that just made way for companies to just chop the work here and, and send it out to Asia and, you know, and exploit workers globally. Yeah. So now I was, I was just reading this morning in China, the young people, they're protesting. They don't want to work 12 hour days, <laughs> six days a week anymore. And if you look at it, you know, that's, that's a, um, like, you know, when you're in a union, one of your things you do is you strike or you s- slow down work. 
And I think if those youth in China can keep up that slow, that wave will spread globally. You, can, you just can't, you know? Yeah. Well, I think yeah. that's important. I think that this has to be not only, you know, across different fields of labor, whether it be right. white collar or blue collar or purple collar or pink collar, but it right. also has to be across state and across international. Because yeah. if you can unionize, you know, New, especially now with the telecommuting and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Unionize New York and you can unionize L.A. and we have workers rights. They can be like, well, we're just going to move that job to yeah. North Carolina right. or Mississippi exactly. or another country. So mm-hmm. like like the way these the way rich people, <laughs> they have no borders. They don't care. They're no. Like, you outsource know. everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they outsource everything, but also they work together. They're like, oh, oh yeah, I sell widgets. I sell, <laughs> I oh, yeah. sell the things for widgets. I don't care. We work together to exploit people. So we mm-hmm. need to work together to like help to like liberate, um, liberate people. Um, yes. So this is like a, a, a an amazing, amazing. And so, I mean, is, is everybody, I mean, I know that the, all the workers are happy, but is, is everybody else happy? I mean, I mean, are you guys, I mean, I know that people are afraid to lose their jobs. So, well, are, are yeah, yeah, you know, well, no, now we're, we're good. Everybody loves the contract, but going in, yeah, that's the risk I was willing to take, you know? Yeah. That was the risk I was willing to take because on the flip side of that, you know, I was in a union previously, a construction union. And, you know, like you said, mostly unions are all white and the construction union, it was mostly led by whites, you know, and you get in there and like my, my journeyman, this, this old school black dude, like he's got to be, he's got probably in his sixties now, he must be retired, but he would like kick some knowledge. He would, he came to me the first day. He was like, he said, Hey, how you got this job? What you had to do? And I said, brother, we had a lineup outside in the snow camp outside for about eight hours to get an application. And then come back, bring it back, and then they call you back. And he was like, well, what are the requirements? I was like, I think you need, you have to have a GED. He was like, man, next thing you know, you'll need a college diploma to dig a ditch. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and within the ranks of the union, I didn't feel so protected in there. As a matter of fact, I was sexually assaulted on the job by a shop steward, and that procured my leave. Um, there was a, I, I went to the police, there was an um, inner union trial. Of course, they told me, oh, you know, it's he said, she said, this site, I was making a lot of overtime. We'll move you to another site. They gave him sexual harassment training two weeks. I was like, you know what? I quit. I took my annuities and I just put my butt back in college. I went to the new school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I, th- I think, I think another thing I, I kind of want to know in regards to the, the union and being afraid for, you know, that you're going to lose your, oh, I know what I'm going to say. I know the teachers union, they put a lot of requirements on how to get the job, have the requirement mm-hmm. to, for your job, have that to, to get, even get in to TA, have they changed? Have they raised no. or lowered? Okay. Not at all. No, no change. Okay. We okay. just get a, a, you know, the organizers are getting a, a um, we'll start at 60K. Okay. Which okay. Is, you know, you're in New York City. That's what you, you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. But you know, yeah. that, you know that, that's, but I think that's, you know, one of my, you know, I've always been, not that I, uh, I, unions are, are important, but I know that with the teachers unions, how they keep black people out um, 
is they, you know, they keep changing the requirements to be, oh, you need to have this and you need to have this and you need to have this and you need to like oh, wow. be working there like five years. And um, if you if you move, like the thing is that like uh, in places like New Jersey, it's like a lot of places, if, you, if you're a teacher, if you move to another state, they'll take your stuff. But mm. in places that are more racist and they know there's mm -hmm. a state that's more liberal next door, they'll mm -hmm. make it so that you have to redo all the requirements in wow. order to get in, which is how those mm -hmm. said this is this is the beauty of the teachers union, which is white and totally like mainly women and awful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I say that as two-year teacher, I don't care, be mad. <laughs> um, you were there, you were yeah, yeah I was ahead. there, so I know. So that's why, that's why I was just kind of like wondering. I know all the tricks that they play, and I know you wouldn't do that, but I'm saying like also, I guess too, when you do, when you're when you're creating a union, you have to think have that liberatory mindset. So you're realizing, mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm not closing the door behind me. I got exactly. it. Exactly. I just walked off the street and I got this job. And the thing, also, think too, are they training people now at TA? Like, okay, you come in and you know you, we train you because I think that was one of the things I think I noticed that's different between men unions and women unions. Men mm -hmm. unions, like they will train you on the job. Like, do you have a pulse? Come on in and we'll train you and we'll pay you right. to train you. But women, a lot of women jobs is like, uh, are you trained? Did you go to college? Do you know how to do this? Et cetera, et cetera. Do you have this, this certificate, that certificate? And then mm -hmm. we're going to make you work for less money <laughs> before right. you get in the union. So, right. I mean, I think that, you know, the model that you're doing and also too, I'm just kind of like, you know, telling people like, hey, there are different ways you could do unions and there's a liberatory way to do it. And there's a way that continues to support white supremacy. Um, mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I mean, it's good that you got, I hear your little cat in the background. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's good that you guys were able to do this and still keep all the same entry requirements and get people more money and all that kind exactly. of stuff. And I hope mm -hmm. other people look at that as an example um, oh, yeah. and not try to like close the door behind them when other people try to do this. Um, because yeah. I think that's a that's an important important part of of union organizing. So, is there anything else you want to leave us with? Um, no, I I, I I'm always talking about it. I'm very proud, you know. Um, I always encourage people to do it. You know, look into it. You can be in a union as long as you. If you're not management, you you can unionize. If you can't hire or fire, yeah, <laughs> you you need to unionize. <laughs> And you just would just go to a union organization and tell them you want to do this and they'll help you. Yes. Yes. I, we, um, we got connected. Uh, one of our coworkers, um, one of the, uh, our bargaining members, she knew an individual that was connected and they said, you know, you guys should really push for UAW. We tried to go with another union, but they seemed to be caught up. They were at the time involved with Delta. Okay. And Delta had like some 25,000. So our thing was like small, you know, small time. So yeah, UAW yeah, yeah. was able to take us in. Mm -hmm. So it's like a, a slam dunk. Like, it was... yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, mm -hmm. okay. Okay. Well, that's, that's amazing. That's great. Great to oh, know. Yeah. Great tips. Cause I think a lot of people want to know, like, how do I start? Do I just yeah. Google something? Um, and that's it's, it's also too, it's, it's also you find the local to work with you. And also you as an individual, people need to know that they should talk to each other, go out, have lunch, you know, talk about other stuff except the job, you know, 
How, yes. what, you, you know, it's not illegal to say, oh, I get I get this paid this much. How much do you get paid? You know, yes. it's not illegal to have those conversations. I didn't know that. You know, it's weird. Like the whole like the, the somebody told me like, yeah, you could you could do that. Even if they say you're not supposed to, you you can still talk about how much you get paid. I thought I was oh, doing yeah. something, you know, I, I mean, I would still do it. But I did think like, oh, I don't know if it's OK, but it's good to know you can do that. It's OK. Yeah. They can't tell you that you can't do it. Um, no. And well, that's that's good to know, too, because we don't know. Mm-hmm. I think here they don't let us know our rights you know, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And, and how to go about doing things. And now it's like almost so much information. There's almost, it's almost overwhelming. Cause you could go yeah. online and you're like, I yeah, don't even know. Away. Exactly. Yeah. Also, here's the thing. I also, um, what it is two years ago, three years ago, I wanted some professional development, um, women's organizing network. I linked up with them and I, I got TA to pay, for me to attend their training and you know it was a training it's, it's women that work in nonprofits, and you know black brown women indigenous queer we were working and we were just complaining about the conditions at our offices and then one of the ideas came up about unionizing so that's when i got in that's when i started digging my, my heels in Oh, okay. Okay. So women <laughs> yeah. organizing networks. So I was just like, I should yes. look into them. Well, we should all look yeah, into I, them. Yes. 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 So, yeah, well, thank you so much, Dulce, for talking um, to us. And we are, you know, we're, we're excited and we're excited to see, what, you know, how, what, what, what are the new, you know, changes, not just at, at TA, but the nonprofit, um, the nonprofits across the country and across New York to see the changes that it makes. I'm hoping that housing, the housing um, um, advocates can be next um, mm-hmm. because, you know, their working conditions are, pretty horrific from what I remember. At least they were in Los Angeles. I'm, sh- I'm assuming it's probably horrible here too. Um, yeah. So um, you should be able to, you should, if, you're, if you're organizing for housing, you should be able to afford your own house or a place exactly. to Exactly, what is that about? That should be a bare minimum. That should be like, well, our people minimum. have a place to live exactly. and not have to struggle. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, well, again, Thank you so much. Um, congratulations you. to you and TA. Yes. And uh, we'll, con- we'll continue to talk and keep in touch. Of course. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Okay. Right. Bye-bye. Bye.